Today is the 11th day of February. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian. It's great to be here with you today as we gather at this brand new, shiny, sparkly week around this beautiful, glowing global campfire. You all look so beautiful. It's wonderful to be together to greet a fresh beginning. It's a new week, so let's Let's choose well. Let's choose well out in front of it right now. It's not ruined yet. Let's keep it that way. And let's continue our journey through the scriptures. Once again, we're out in the wilderness with Moses, who is at the top of Mount Sinai, receiving what we're reading. This is going to become the Mosaic Law, the law that will uh, tie the people together, knit them together, make the fabric of their society. And so... This is part of how they move from an identity of slavery to that of of chosen people, a nation of priests, to reveal God to the world. So this week we'll read from the contemporary English version. Picking up where we left off yesterday, Exodus chapter 32 and 33. After the people saw that Moses had been on the mountain for a long time, they went to Aaron and said, Make us an image of a God who will lead us and protect us. Moses brought us out of Egypt, but nobody knows what has happened to him. Aaron told them, Bring me the gold earrings that your wives and sons and daughters are wearing. Everybody took off their earrings and brought them to Aaron. Then he melted them and made an idol in the shape of a young bull. All the people said to one another, This is the God who brought us out of Egypt. When Aaron saw what was happening, he built an altar in front of the idol and said, Tomorrow we will celebrate in honor of the Lord. The people got up early the next morning and killed some animals to be used for sacrifices and others to be eaten. And everyone ate and drank so much that they began to carry on like wild people. Then the Lord said to Moses, Hurry back down. Those people you led out of Egypt are acting like fools. They have already stopped obeying me and have made themselves an idol in the shape of a young bull. They have bowed down to it, offered sacrifices, and said that it is the God who brought them out of Egypt. Moses, I have seen how stubborn these people are, and I'm angry enough to destroy them, so don't try to stop me. But I will make your descendants into a great nation. Moses tried to get the Lord God to change his mind. Our Lord, you used your mighty power to bring these people out of Egypt. Now don't become angry and destroy them. If you do, the Egyptians will say that you brought your people out here into the mountains just to get rid of them. Please don't be angry with your people. Don't destroy them. Remember the solemn promise you made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You promised that someday they would have as many descendants as there are stars in the sky and that you would give them land. So even though the Lord had threatened to destroy the people, he changed his mind and let them live. Moses went back down the mountain with the two flat stones on which God had written all of his laws with his own hand, using both sides of the stones. When Joshua heard the noisy shouts of the people, he said to Moses, A 
battle must be going on down in the camp. But Moses replied, It doesn't sound like they are shouting because they have won or lost a battle. Sounds more like a wild party. As Moses got closer to the camp, he saw the idol, and he also saw the people dancing around. This made him so angry that he threw down the stones and broke them to pieces at the foot of the mountain. He melted the idol the people had made, and he ground it into powder. He scattered it in their water and made them drink it. Moses asked Aaron, What did these people do to harm you? Why did you make them sin in this terrible way? Aaron answered, Don't be angry with me. You know as well as I do that they are determined to do evil. They even told me, That man Moses led us out of Egypt, but now we don't know what has happened to him. Make us a god to lead us. Then I asked them to bring me their gold earrings. They took them off and gave them to me. I threw the gold into the fire, and out came this bull. Moses knew that the people were out of control, and that it was Aaron's fault. And now they had made fools of themselves in front of their enemies. So Moses stood at the gate of the camp and shouted, Everyone who is on the Lord's side, come over here. Then the men of the Levi tribe gathered around Moses, and he said to them, The Lord God of Israel commands you to strap on your swords and go through the camp, killing your relatives, your friends, and your neighbors. The men of the Levi tribe followed his orders, and that day they killed about 3,000 men. Moses said to them, You obeyed the Lord and did what was right, and so you will serve as his priests for the people of Israel. It was hard for you to kill your own sons and brothers, but the Lord has blessed you and made you his priests today. The next day Moses told the people, This is a terrible thing you have done, but I will go back to the Lord to see if I can do something to keep this sin from being held against you. Moses returned to the Lord and said, The people have committed a terrible sin. They have made a gold idol to be their God. But I beg you to forgive them. If you don't, please wipe my name out of your book. The Lord replied, I will wipe out of my book the name of everyone who has sinned against me. Now take my people to the place I told you about. My angel will lead you. When the time comes, I will punish them for this sin. So the Lord punished the people of Israel with a terrible disease for talking Aaron into making the gold idol. The Lord said to Moses, You led the people of Israel out of Egypt. Now get ready to lead them to the land that I promised their ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It is a land rich with milk and honey and I will send an angel to force out those people who live there, the Canaanites, the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. But I will not go with my people. They are so rebellious that I would destroy them before they get there. Even before the Lord said these harsh things, he had told Moses, These people really are rebellious, and I would kill them at once if I went with them but tell them to take off their fancy jewelry, then I'll decide what to do with them. So the people started mourning, and after leaving Mount Sinai, they stopped wearing fancy jewelry. Moses used to set up a tent far from camp. He called it the meeting tent, and whoever needed some message from the Lord would go there. 
Each time Moses went out to this tent, everyone would stand at the entrance to their own tents and watch him enter. Then they would bow down because a thick cloud would come down in front of the tent, and the Lord would speak to Moses face to face, just like a friend. Afterwards, Moses would return to camp, but his young assistant Joshua would stay at the tent. Moses said to the Lord, I know that you have told me to lead these people to the land you promised them, but you have not said who will go along to help me. You have said that you are my friend and that you are pleased with me. If this is true, let me know what your plans are, then I can obey and continue to please you. And don't forget that you have chosen this nation to be your own. The Lord said, I will go with you and give you peace. Then Moses replied, If you aren't going with us, please don't make us leave this place. But if you do go with us, everyone will know that you are pleased with your people and with me. That way we will be different from the rest of the people on earth. So the Lord told him, I will do what you have asked because I am your friend and I am pleased with you. Then Moses said, I pray that you will let me see you in all of your glory. The Lord answered, All right. I am the Lord, and I show mercy and kindness to anyone I choose. I will let you see my glory and hear my holy name, but I won't let you see my face, because anyone who sees my face will die. There is a rock not far from me. Stand beside it. And before I pass by in all of my shining glory, I will put you in a large crack in the rock. I will cover your eyes with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will take my hand away and you will see my back. You will not see my face. Matthew 26, 69-27, 14 While Peter was sitting out in the courtyard, a servant girl came up to him and said, You were with Jesus from Galilee. But in front of everyone, Peter said, That isn't so. I don't know what you're talking about. When Peter had gone out to the gate, another servant girl saw him and said to some people there, This man was with Jesus from Nazareth. Again, Peter denied it. This time he swore, I don't even know that man. A little while later, some people standing there walked over to Peter and said, we know you are one of them. We can tell it because you talk like someone from Galilee. Peter began to curse and swear, I don't know that man. Right then a rooster crowed. And Peter remembered that Jesus had said, Before a rooster crows, you will say three times, You don't know me. Then Peter went out and cried bitterly. Early the next morning, all the chief priests and the nation's leaders met and decided that Jesus should be put to death. They tied him up and led him away to Pilate, the governor. Judas had betrayed Jesus, but when he learned that Jesus had been sentenced to death, he was sorry for what he had done. He returned the 30 silver coins to the chief priests and leaders and said, I have sinned by betraying a man who has never done anything wrong. So what? That's your problem, they replied. Judas threw the money into the temple and then went out and hanged himself. 
The chief priest picked up the money and said, This money was paid to have a man killed. We can't put it in the temple treasury. Then they had a meeting and decided to buy a field that belonged to someone who made clay pots. They wanted to use it as a graveyard for foreigners. This is why people still call that place Field of Blood. So the words of the prophet Jeremiah came true. They took the 30 silver coins, the price of a person among the people of Israel. They paid it for a potter's field as the Lord had commanded me. Jesus was brought before Pilate, the governor, who asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Those are your words, Jesus answered. And when the chief priests and leaders brought their charges against him, he did not say a thing. Pilate asked him, Don't you hear what crimes they say you have done? But Jesus did not say anything. And the governor was greatly amazed. Psalm 33, 1-11 Sing praises to the Lord. You are the Lord's people. Obey Him and celebrate. He deserves your praise. Praise the Lord with harps. Use harps with ten strings to make music for Him. Sing a new song. Shout. Play beautiful music. The Lord is truthful. He can be trusted. He loves justice and fairness. And He is kind to everyone, everywhere on earth. The Lord made the heavens and everything in them by His word. He scooped up the ocean and stored the water. Everyone in this world should worship and honor the Lord. As soon as He spoke, the world was created. At His command, the earth was formed. The Lord destroys the plans and spoils the schemes of the nations. What the Lord has planned will stand forever. His thoughts never change. Proverbs 8, 33-36 Listen carefully to my instructions and you will be wise. Come to my home each day and listen to me. You will find happiness. By finding me, you find life, and the Lord will be pleased with you. But if you don't find me, you hurt only yourself. And if you hate me, you are in love with death. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for these words of wisdom from the book of Proverbs. If, if we're not willing to pay attention to wisdom, then... Mmm, bad things can happen, and if we hate wisdom, then we're in love with death, and that's pretty stark. And so, allow us to consider that today. Are we even paying attention to wisdom as a category in our lives? When what the scriptures are telling us is that this is the most valuable thing that you can possibly achieve. More valuable than anything else. And so help us, Holy Spirit, to seek wisdom. And as we move through in toward the end of the first gospel, the gospel of Matthew. And we come for the first time this year to the passion narrative, to your betrayal and your trial. Oh, may we hold it dear in our hearts, what it reveals to us and what it means. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen.
Hi, Dad family. This is Joe from Minnesota. I'm calling to ask for your prayers. Last week, my wife was walking our dog, and they were hit by a car. Uh, they're doing relatively well, but my wife did suffer a, a brain injury. She's at home resting now. I'm asking you to pray for healing and restoration for her. Thank you. Daily Audio Bible family. This is Brady from Northern Virginia. Hey, I'm asking for uh, you prayer warriors to reach out and pray for my pastor's wife who was just diagnosed with a uh, pretty severe cancer. I'm going to pray and I know that you're with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray for my pastor's wife who, uh, Father, you know what's going on with her. Place a hedge of protection around them both. Father, if it be your will, please heal her 100%. Thank you, Jesus, for loving us. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for my pastor and his bride who have blessed the church and your people, your congregation, for a very long time. Thank you, Father, for hearing our petitions, our prayers. Love you, Jesus, in your precious name. Amen. Hey, this is Heather at Pax Peak by way of Texas, and Sadie M., Abba's daughter, thank you so much for praying over me. I, I heard you on the community prayer, and that just touched my heart. Thank you so much. I'm praying over you too, sister. I'm praying over that the Lord will heal your toe and all, all the health elements that you've had with the COVID and, and everything. Oh, and I just hurt you. Just being so much pain over your toe that split open. I mean, when I have a little ingrown toenail or one that's about to be ingrown, you know, and I'm able to get it out, it hurts. So I can't imagine the pain that you're dealing with. I can see why you would be nauseous and, and dizzy and, and just, oh my gosh, and so much pain. So I pray for healing, immediate healing for you. And I pray that the doctors, that the Lord gives the doctors wisdom to be able to fix your toe once and for all. So you don't have to wear flip-flops in the middle of winter. That's just insane to me that they can't get you fixed. So um, I just, I'm just lifting you up in prayer. And, and about the devotionals, I've read these books, these little booklets from my church for years, and the Lord just put it on me to start sharing it with all of y'all. So I pray that y'all do like it and that some of the devotionals, if not all of them, speak to you at some point in time. All right, y'all. In Jesus' name, I pray all my prayers. Amen. Amen. Hello, Dabbers. This is Kay from Ohio. I am just so overwhelmed. I just heard the call from a friend of God. And he said his sister and a friend were in a very bad car accident. And that God was there from the beginning to the end. And it's a blessing, not even ironic, that it aired on the same day that we are reading through the Bible as God is separating the sheep from the goats and how you have entertained him. What you've done for the least of them, you have done for the Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And it's amazing how God just shows up. So, friend of God, God did exactly what he said he would do, that he would always be there for us and comfort us. And I'm so glad that you caught that. 
and know that everything we say and do, we are entertaining angels unaware. God bless you.